Hi and welcome to the Mum Boss Method podcast. It is, what is it, day 16 of 30 Truths in 30 Days. Today I'm talking about calorie counting and I want to start with the fact that calorie counting isn't for everyone, okay? Because we hear a lot that people feel like it makes them a bit obsessed with food, that they can, you know, it can mess with their head a little bit. And I respect that. And I absolutely, oh no, I've got the hiccups. (laughs) I absolutely agree. It isn't for everyone. Um, But I want to talk to you a little bit about why I use it in my coaching. Um, Because it's, it is something that I use and I encourage people to do. I should say I don't, my vision is that my ladies won't be calorie counting for the rest of their lives. I don't calorie count all the time, okay? I go through periods of counting my calories. Um, like at the moment, I'm I'm counting my calories because I'm building some muscle, um, so I need to be eating at least at maintenance, if not a bit over, uh, which is something I'm not really used to uh, doing. So, you know, I'm really getting to know how much food that is for my body. So at the moment, I'm calorie counting. If I was losing a bit of body fat, maybe coming up to a holiday, I would probably go back to counting to put myself in a deficit, but I don't do it all of the time. And my vision, as I said, is not that is that my clients won't do it for the rest of their lives either. Um, but I do ask them to count their calories and track their food for at least, so in my four week program, that is what people do. And in my 16 week program, I ask them to do that for at least the first 12 weeks. And then if they're making great, you know, having great results, they can, they can start to not track. Um, and there's a reason, there's a reason. A calorie is just a unit of energy and food gives us energy plus loads of other things like joy and happiness and pleasure and anxiety and fear. And 99% of the women that come to me have this terrible relationship with food and their bodies. Okay, And this is 100% down to the relationship they've had with dieting and exercise and, and diet culture in the past. So let's take Slimming World, for example. I always pick on Slimming World. I'm not sorry. Um, they attach the word sin to some po- some food. And that does nothing but prove my point. Okay, now I'm told that that sin actually means something like synergy. But as far as I'm concerned, you you give something the name of sin, you're, you're trying to say it's a bad thing. Okay. Now, the majority of plans and programs that you've tried before, they'll attach some kind of negative connotation to foods by giving them either high points value or calling them sins or removing them from your diet altogether. And then they'll attach positive associations with other foods. So I think, is it, you've got fast foods, are they on... Weight Watchers or free foods and stuff like that. But food is just food. It 
it gives us energy it keeps us working so the women that work with me count their calories and track their food so that they understand the choices they're making because let's use an avocado for an for example right avocados yes high in calories however also hugely high in fiber and high in good fats so a great food to be adding into your diet the same as things like nuts and seeds typically higher on the fat side but they have great nutrient profiles in them now on your weight watchers or your slimming world they are going to have probably a sin attached to them particularly if it's a mashed avocado by the way um, for slimming world or they're going to be incredibly high in points because they're high in fat and they have higher calories so someone might be on Weight Watchers or Slimming World might be purposely cutting avocados out of their diet and if you don't like avocados this could be anything you know anything that is higher in calories like nuts and seeds it could be you know your oily fish for example um or things like you know cheese okay cheese has got lots of saturated fat in it but but most people love cheese but you might be cutting that out because of the negative association you've made with it through these systems that these plans have created and if we go to things like you know meal replacement shakes and and systems like that or even you know keto or atkins or anything that cuts out carbs where you've got you know on your meal replacements you've maybe you're allowed to eat one meal a day you're not likely to add avocado into that meal because that meal can only be i don't know 400 500 calories or something and so you're going to be um i've lost my train of thought so you're not going to be adding that avocado into your into your diet so actually you're missing all of the benefits of the avocado right things like keto and atkins where you're cutting out carbs you're when you stop doing those plans you're then going to be scared of eating carbs because you've been told that they're bad so actually what this does is it it just completely messes with our relationship with food and our understanding of food as well so yes i get women to count their calories and track their food because then they understand exactly what they're putting into their body and it could work the other way you know i have women who 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 have believed the marketing on certain foods you know like particularly some of these snack bars that say high in protein or something like that actually they're no higher in protein than the snack bar sitting next to them on the shelf they've just got a few more nuts in them but they're hugely high in calories and they think they're eating a protein bar and the worst ones for these are like kind bars and eat natural bars now don't get me wrong i love those bars they're so tasty but they're not a protein bar and they're about 200 250 calories you could have a really decent snack that actually is high in calorie high in protein um and probably a plateful for 250 calories so they you know the counting calories just really helps my clients to to understand food um and it also helps them to to make those choices you know 
I don't ban people from anything, but it creates awareness because knowledge is power and doing this creates that knowledge to help them make those decisions. So absolutely, I understand that calorie counting is not for everyone. And I have worked with a couple of people that have said to me, I just don't want to calorie count. I've also worked with a couple of people that have said to me, I calorie counted when I was younger and I found I got really obsessed. And because of the way I coach and the way that I work with people, I've enabled them to see that actually they can calorie count without becoming obsessed and making themselves ill. So if you if you really feel like calorie counting is bad for you or you know you hear me talking or you see my content you think oh calorie counting like do just just understand there is a reason that we do it um but let it also be said that I don't um force people to calorie count there are other methods of doing this but to me it's a great place to start to learn about nutrition and to give you data because data you know what we can analyze and measure we can change so that's my little thought on this um come back for days is it day 17 yes i'm gonna talk a bit about menopause tomorrow okay have a good day bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at the Mum Boss Method. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Have an awesome week!